to C3 Church Hepburn Heights. We believe Jesus Christ gives life to the full and we are called to live it and share it. We pray you enjoy this message today. Hey, everybody. Hey. Where are, where are you sitting? Are you going to stand and then Look sit? Look at you all way back there. Wow. Hey, good people. Full house. Awesome. Yeah. Love a full house. Okay, should we grab a chair, baby? We shall. So we have a little conversation together today. And it's a pleasure to be conversing with yes, you, Yes, it's important to have flowers between and, uh, you. Just a hot tip. Yeah, that was, that was my call. Point number was one. It, uh... <laughs> if in... No, it's all right. It's, uh, <laughs> they, actually, they have quite an aroma. No, they, they, they're dried. They, they somehow still smell. Oh, ye. Okay. Yeah, I smell nice. You smell great. Dried, preserved uh, flowers don't smell, darling. But okay, we can work Bible. on that. Back anyway. to the Bible. So, so we have a little conversation today, and it's titled, mm. My 2020 Jesus. My 2020 Jesus. So we are asking uh, a few questions of each other today and encouraging you to engage with this thought. Who have you allowed Jesus to be for you in 2020? Mm. Good question, I reckon. Worth pondering. Well, we think it's a good question. Worth pondering. Good question, yes? <laughs> yes. Because you're stuck with it for the next 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Or this if you is remain the preach, silent, guys, by the way, in case you're like, oh, how long is this going to go Could be the for? next 90 the, minutes. We are, the, this is the, the loud you are, the, the shorter service. we go. It's, um, <laughs> actually, it's probably more we get excited and preach longer. Yeah. So, um, so all good. you can't win either deal. way. No, it's all a win. It's all a win. So yes. the, the thought is, so... If you think about this year, uh, has Jesus been obscured by the storms hmm. for you? Has he been seen as present in the storms? Has he been Lord over the storm? Has he been very present and with you and strength in the storm? There's a lot of storm talk in there. There's a lot of storm talk. Does that resonate with anybody? Is <laughs> I think there, there's um, been a lot of storm talk it, this year in general, right? It may feel like there have been a few storms that roll through. This has been a, a challenging year Indeed. for very many of us. And, and as we come to this conversation today, uh, let's read and we can hear the screens. Thanks, guys. Ephesians 1, 17. And, and this is our prayer for you, for us uh, this morning. And so let's look here. These words from the Apostle Paul, he says, I keep asking, this is his prayer for the church in Ephesus and our prayer for you today. Mm. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you, you, the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you can know him better. Yeah. That however much you know your God here today, whether you are a total newbie and you've walked in off the street and you're like, what is going on with these people? Or whether you are decades in, Mm. there is something of our God to be discovered. And let's be open hearted to see more and more of him. So let's pray. Lord, I thank you for these incredible people. Lord, in our time together this morning, we are each of us right now presenting ourselves, opening our hearts, saying, God, we want to see you more. Lord, would you open our eyes to see something of the risen Savior, to see something of your love and power and grace and might that is here and real for us today. Thank you, Jesus. And so we honor you, Jesus. Mm. We thank you that you're right here with us. Be glorified 
Amen. 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 So, babe, kick us off. Tell sure. us something of your 2020 Jesus. Right. Well, first attribute that I kind of want to pull out is my Jesus. I, one way I have seen him this year, one way he has revealed himself continually to me this year, is that he is the great treasure inside me, the clay pot. <laughs> and uh, clay mm. pot, that analogy is there out of Corinthians and Paul talks about clay pots as a very ordinary fragile, almost kind of crude object. It's like a bucket, really. Like a 99-cent plastic bucket. Yeah, yeah. Wow, who feels great about being one of those? We are 99-cent buckets, right? But we house him, the greatest treasure, the master of all, the maker Mm. of all. And so... You may remember I preached a message called Pause in the Paradox back in June and fleshed out kind of that whole concept. I spoke with our women at our She conference and then preached about it on Sunday as well. And it's out of the passage of 2 Corinthians 4-7. So it says, we now have this light shining in our hearts, but we ourselves are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure. This makes it clear that our our great power is from God, not from ourselves. We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. There's a lot of buts in this passage. (laughs) Through suffering, our bodies continue to share in the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be seen in our bodies. So here was the revelation that unfolded for me over the course of this year, is that my weakness doesn't disqualify me, it qualifies him. My Jesus is qualified against the contrast of me, the clay pot, who is fragile, Mm. who is weak, who is ordinary, that when in contrast to my weakness, and this year I have felt quite weak at times, that he shines ever more brightly. His strength, his bigness, his brightness, his power, his absolute oppositeness stands in contrast to my clay potness. So are you disqualified by your clay potness, darling? No, I am qualified by it. Because if I am big and strong and powerful, then the contrast of Jesus can't be seen as evidently. So my weakness doesn't disqualify me, it qualifies him. Hmm. So he is a great treasure. My Jesus, I have come to terms with again and again that he is a great treasure inside me and it's okay, I'm a clay pot. Repeat after me, it's okay, I'm a clay pot. Okay. Or a bucket, whichever you prefer. You can interchange those two analogies. That's right. So maybe you've just walked into church today for the first time and somehow you got here, but there's been this thing in your head, I've got to get myself right huh. before I go to church. Yeah. I, I have to get this in order before I could really try and be one of those good Christian things. Uh, but it's the opposite logic, is we come as we are, That's right. and he is the one Amen. who then makes us what we're called Thank to be. Thank you, Jesus, and so for our that. our mess doesn't disqualify 
because we can never be good enough to be qualified. Yeah. So it's his, yeah, you get, you get the deal. That's good. I like that. Thank you like for that. liking that. But uh, I'm not here to preach that. Uh, no, so it's, that was my point. Just stop. That you is. So we'll, well, I'll point. take your clay pot yeah. and I'll raise it a stone jar. Sure, you do that. Uh, <clears throat> so <laughs> if, we, if we go back to uh, April, May, the real Jesus series. Do we remember that? And so if you've been around, then uh, that was when we were fully online for a little while. <laughs> fully online. Fully online, baby. And so in that series, we went through the, the seven miracles of Jesus that are recorded in the mm-hmm. Gospel of John. Mm-hmm. And these are signs that point to something of the magnificence and the supremacy of who Jesus is. And so the first miracle in John chapter 2, and there was for each of each of these messages that I prepped for, there's obviously study and prayer involved. And so I saw something again of who Jesus is. And yeah. this first miracle where Jesus transforms the water into wine, yeah. then I, I saw Jesus as the great transformer. You always and, like transformers. And now I love transformers as a kid. This is a different And as type. an adult. I mean, Don't he would obviously be an kid, Autobot. You've got a T-shirt with one on now as an adult. Perhaps back back uh, Sorry, back to I the Bible again, darling. It's uh, no, dude. Do. It's uh, and when I got I actually got the DVD when the first Transformers movie came out. And what a was it in ago, the shape of? And it's it's got an actual Transformer on the DVD. On the cover. DVD. No one uses DVDs anymore. So Some I of you are going, "What's is, a DVD?" Yeah, it's um, things we used to play stuff on. It's a, that, that'll help. Yep. Yeah, that'll. I'm really good at descriptions. That, like that'll that. help. Anyway, you're talking so, about Transformers. Okay, so there's, there's a wedding and. And they run out of wine at the wedding, which brings great dishonor to the host. Jesus wants to come and take away our shame. And so the host has this shame removed because Jesus does this miracle and there are these clay pots that are, that are there for ceremonial cleansing. Jesus says, fill them with water. So it's important if, if he tells us to do something. No, he doesn't fill the clay pots, stone jars. Remember, you're talking stone about jars. stone jars. What did I say? You said clay pots. <laughs> well, they, they're similar. Yep. Yeah, they... They didn't have wine. They, in, they, they didn't put wine buckets. in the clay pots. Yeah. No, because they were used for very different things. Wine yes. was too precious to be so, in a clay pot. Thanks, baby. Sure, um, that's good. Do you want to say? How about <laughs> M? You say this point. Uh, I just want. I just. It's your it's special analogy because stone jars my, were a lot yes. bigger and a lot more expensive. My apologies. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So sure. these these ceremonial jars. Let's call them that. So yes. I don't get clay Beautiful. and stone and what else could we call it? Rubber. Uh, What'd you say? Rock. Crockery. crockery. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone get out the crockery. Uh, it's good. They were about 95 litres, actually. Uh, and anyway, Jesus says, fill them with water. And they do. And then this transformation takes place where the water is turned to wine. And one of the, one of the revelation points for me in this about who Jesus is, is when he calls us to, to bring something. He says, bring what you have yeah. and I can transform it into what you need. Yes. So you don't have to manufacture what you need, but bring what you have, i.e. the water. They had the water, but they needed wine. Yes. So bring what you have, let me transform it into what you need. Yeah. And so that that thought for us that wraps prayer into this is he says, bring your requests to me. Pray without ceasing. Yeah. Present your requests to God, come boldly before the throne. Yeah. And so as we come to him in prayer, 
with this understanding of fill the jars with what we have. So God, I have confusion right now and I need wisdom. So fill the jars with your confusion. Pour it out to, to him and fill those jars where I, I need wisdom, so, but I'm giving you my, my confusion. I don't know how to get through this challenge yeah, in my family yeah. or my workplace or the world. And so pour it in because everything that was in the jars had the possibility of being transformed. None yeah. of the water that wasn't in the jar was transformed. Yes. There's lots of other water around the place. It's only what made it into the jar yeah. of yeah. Jesus the possibility yeah. to transform it. Yeah. And so. And I love that because Jesus could have done that. He could have turned anything into Mm. wine. He could have done the miracle of wine out of anything, but he wanted them involved. That's right. He could have wanted us to participate. So I think that there alone is such a great locating concept that he can do it, but he wants us to partner with him. That's right. To fill the jars, to get what we need from what we have. So I have a racing mind but I desperately want or need peace. Yeah, beautiful. Fill the jars with the racing mind. God, I give it to you. Yes. My anxious thoughts, the worry that's stirring around in my head, I give it to you. I give it to you and relentlessly bring it to him. Fill the jars with that worry, that racing mind, and let him transform it into the peace, into the calm in the storm. Love it. Et cetera. Love it. Etc. Babe, another another another, another revelation for me about my Jesus. So my Jesus meets me in human form. And so a couple of weeks ago, I was lecturing with our C three college students, and we were looking at the passages from Ezekiel. And it was in a, an Old Testament survey lecture, and so we were bouncing out of Ezekiel. And in Ezekiel one. Ezekiel has this profound, detailed vision. It's actually his first vision and he's around 30 years of age and at at that time he's on the rivers of Babylon because the Jews are in exile. And Ezekiel gets this vision and it's super complex and super detailed and what Ezekiel sees is he sees a cloud with four living beings and each of these beings have four faces and these four faces are a human, an ox, an eagle and a lion. And this is a lengthy, detailed vision that actually goes on for a number of verses. And biblical scholars attest that what Ezekiel is seeing is he is seeing representations of God that are foreshadowing actually Jesus. And remembering this passage of scripture is around Mm. 590 years before Jesus arrives on planet Earth. And what's interesting about these four faces, the lion, Mm. the ox, the eagle and the human, is that they're actually representing attributes of Jesus himself. The lion represents Jesus's leadership authority. The ox represents his servanthood strength. The eagle represents his spirit and the man represents his humanity. Let me just read one verse from it where it just pulls all that together. Ezekiel 1.10. Each face, each human, sorry, each had a human face in the front, the face of a lion on the right side, the face of an ox Mm. on the left side, the face of an eagle Um, on the back. And so I'd encourage you to study that passage if you're interested. It's a really rich, interesting passage of scripture. And then it goes on, the rest of Ezekiel is actually quite quite an interesting, dense, rich book to follow. But what I found when I was discussing with our C3 college students, I said, okay, 
So who is Jesus for you? If you had to describe who he has been for you this year, has he been more ox-like, that is servanthood strength? Has he been more eagle-like, that is spirit and freedom? Has he been more lion-like, which is leadership authority? Or has he been more man? Has he been more human-like? And of all the people in that lecture room that day, I was the only one that Jesus had been powerfully human. And for me, that wraps around what Mm. my Jesus has been. And there's no right or wrong. There's no right or wrong. No, it was just an interesting discussion point. But what it highlighted to me is the humanity of Jesus this year has been Mm. what has sustained me. His closeness, his personhood, the fact that I have time and time again had his eyes looking at my eyes, that I have seen his hands outstretched, that I have seen him in human form saying, M, Notice me. M, I am here. M, I am here for you, which obviously dovetails beautifully with my other favourite locating scripture from this year, John 4. You may be familiar with me speaking on it a gazillion times, which is the woman at the well. And in that story, you see, Jesus leaves the disciples and he goes at the heat of the day to position himself at the well as a human to meet this woman, to meet this woman who is misunderstood, to meet this woman who is craving love and acceptance, to meet this woman who is coming to find natural water but finds so much more. And time and time again, Mm. I have sensed that Jesus for me personally, him as Mm. human, him understanding my humanity, him offering me closeness, offering me intimacy, offering me acceptance. Wow. And so words from Heather Farrell, a blogger, and I shared this with some of our women. I love how she encapsulates this. And she says, I was talking to a friend the other day saying that as a modern woman, I feel like I'm never free enough from my responsibilities, that I'm never in a quiet enough or holy enough spot to have the type of communion I want with God. And her response floored me. She said, that is why God comes to women. (laughs) Men often have to climb the mountain to meet God, but God knows to come to women wherever they are. He meets them at the wells. And so my Jesus in 2020 has met me time and time again. It's beautiful. I feel like all the ladies need to have like a group hug. Like that's... uh... Yes, let's have a group hug. And it's so important to be reminded of his nearness. Yes. And not to lose that in the frenetic pace of life, but to stop and see him coming near. It's beautiful, babe. So if you want to study more about passages like that, I think Ezekiel and John, what can you Mm. do, babe? What can you do? Okay, so if you want to go a little deeper in the Bible, uh, then, I don't know, is, is there some opportunity for people to do that I don't next know. year. Is uh, there? Is I there a know. course or a... Maybe. Uh, uh, I can just see these words forming in my mind. It's like a C and a three and... College. And college! Yeah! C, three, college. Now, is this just for young people finishing school? 100% not. No, it's good for them. It's great for them. Uh, but, but for anyone, right? And so this, this is an unashamed C3 college plug right now. Are you ready well, it's coming anyway, so you are ready, I prophesy, you, you are ready. And, and it's so, again, understanding the, like, 
the word of God is so layered yeah, and deep. Rich. It's mind-blowing that if we've read it simplistically, then we're missing so much of the, the depth and the, the prophetic, like the fingers that reach from the Old Testament through into the, into the New. Yeah. And uh, so next year... 2021. Thursday night. Yes. There's a 8 p.m. There is. class and a what? 6.15. 6.15. And so there are, you're letting me do all the talking well, here. Well, you, you were going to. Uh, I think you, you know it a little more than me. <laughs> but so I talk about it all the time. I feel like it's nice for them to hear you talk about maybe it Maybe it's too. Good, good to say, every time even we facilitate a class, I learn yes, and grow. absolutely. And some of these courses we've been in yep. multiple yep. times. Facilitated the lecture and heaps. And I'm like, oh, it's like I have this unfolding this, revelation wow. every year I teach it. I go, oh, that's that passage. Oh, yeah. Or I'm reading it again and just fresh eyes on things. Yeah. So just a... Love the a, word of God like a that. Sim- a simple thought for us is if you go, you know what? I, if I look back across this year, I'm not sure how much I've grown in my depth in the word, in the, the grunt or strength or in just your, your, your general discipleship journey, then maybe a next step for you next year could be C3 College. Yeah. Could be a whole lot of other things. But if something kind of ticks Sparks. away, yeah, and you're like, yeah, maybe the, and there are leadership units, there, there are is. theology, there are Old New Testament survey. And so check it out. You can jump on the website and, uh, and search college. Yes. On there, or there is actually in the next next steps card, card card in the seat pocket in front of you. Sure, uh, and you can tick the box there, and someone will get back to you. Yeah, beautiful. Right. Well done, babe. Great job. Okay, okay. Is that right? that's wonderful. Thank you. That's Appreciate good. your Thank endorsement. You. So, so M's Jesus has. And we're not saying there are multiple Jesuses, okay? <laughs> Just in case you're here going, what is there? They're, they're like lots. Uh, this is one Jesus. What we need to remember. He is, if he really is God, which obviously we're here because we believe he is, yep. that to be God, he's got to be bigger than us, right? Yeah. And so if we in our finite humanity think we have understood every facet of who he is and we can fathom every facet of God at all times, then we're either massively overestimating how incredible we are or underestimating how glorious he is. And so there is more of him to discover. So that's the framework, just in case that wasn't clear. So my Jesus is a little more adventurous than M's Jesus. So I'll be drawn to passages in the word that bring out the adventurer that men need to climb a mountain to meet God and there, there is a, a great layer of truth in that so back to our real Jesus series uh, our message man, the third or fourth in that series was the real Jesus preeminent mm. preeminent mm. and this was from John 6 and this account is also in Matthew and Mark where Jesus walks on water to the disciples who are on the lake and they are seriously struggling out there on the water, and, and Jesus, he is preeminent over all. He is supreme over all, and here, even over the, the, the laws of nature, that he has rulership and authority over them, and he, he comes to these guys on the water, and the question that I felt God bring to me, and, and I want to remind myself and us together, is does your Jesus walk on water? Good question. Does your Jesus walk on water, mm. or have we limited him yeah. to a lower form? Yeah. 
have we limited him to our experience? Because here the disciples see Jesus walking on the water towards them and they think it's a ghost. Don't recognize him. They've been hanging out with Jesus. They see him. It's not like he changed and became, he's, he's looking like Jesus, but he's on the water. And so that they just cannot compute. It's outside of their context. They've lowered They've limited, and so they don't recognize him. And so, so often, Jesus wants to blow our mind. I think every year on our faith journey, if we position ourselves, there are moments where he wants to kaboom our mind so we realize he's even greater than we thought. He's more glorious than we thought, that he has strength for an area where we didn't think he did because we've allowed ourselves to see him for who he really is. And so this should be a great challenge to us. Does my Jesus walk on water? Or have I limited him to my experience? Yeah. Or to what I can just kind of logic right now? So can you just get your hand like this and make a little tube, like make a little straw? And so just hold that up to your eye. And uh, so you're making a little, like, little monocle, a little straw. And so just look around. And so if you find something in the room that you're looking at, like it's... True and real, right? You're looking at something. So if I look at a light up there and I'm describing how beautiful this light is, but you are looking instead, you're looking at the carpet. You're looking at a red piece of square on the carpet and I'm describing this and you're like, hang on. No, but I can't see that. I, I see this. Yeah. We're all seeing something that's here and that's real. We're just focused on a different aspect yes. right now. And it's like Jesus, he is like without limit, limitless. And so, and so we see through a glass half darkened. We, we, we do not see everything at all times. And so, so to allow ourselves to see something afresh of who he is. Yeah. And then we need community. So you can hear, and you may be looking at the exit sign. And Jesus is saying, come on, you've got to exit something in your life. Then that, that's important that you have that. But then also we're in, we're in community together because you need to see someone who's looking at this glorious light up there going, wow, I can, I can see this. And then so we, we're all like building and growing and experience something of who he is yeah. together. Yeah. We're built to do this together. Beautiful. I'm leaning forward. Okay, you're, you're in preaching position, Let's aren't you? Lean back. There we go. Okay. Baby, are you, are you going next or am I? Well, I think... you were, but we've sort of now got a little bit out of sync. So okay. I think we'll sort of do this bouncy off thing, shall okay. we? So let's, let's do this real quick. Yes, go. If you've been around for the last few weeks, you may have heard of a verse from the book of Philippians. It's the 13th verse, it has 10 words in it. And this, this verse has changed the last three months of my life. Yeah, 10 words. Like, no joke, when we let the word of God, the power of God, do what he wants to do, yeah. he can shape our experience yes. regardless of what's happening around us. Yes. And, and I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. me. Yes. These, these 10... Words, words that if you've been around and I was in the shower, I felt God quicken that scripture to me, which means it just kind of exploded in my head. I tried to push it out, go, that's like a youth group scripture. That's a little bit cliche, God. I'm a senior pastor now. Like, where's my deep revelation and something more you need meaty. something out of Ezekiel. And just, uh, yeah, just like the four faces. And, uh, but no, it was this simple verse. Yeah. 
I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Dived yes. in, studied again in the book of Philippians, this verse that I heard when I was 19, and it has literally been... Yeah, and I've seen evidence like. of that at home. I've seen you be shaped by that. I've seen you be strengthened by that. It was interesting, though, as Jace came out of the shower and he said, I've just had this revelation. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I didn't have the same revelation at the time. Not that I always think I've got to piggyback on his revelation. It's not like, all oh, Jace heard from God. I must also hear from God about the same thing, just to hot tip there. We, we can seek God for ourselves. But as he said that, I was like, do you know, here's how I heard it. I can do all the things, I inserted a the, I can do all the things through Christ who strengthens me, with which immediately I went, I don't want to do all the things. I am tired of doing all the things. There has been far too many all the things this year. I am drowning under all the things. I just want to go home and hide under my doona because there is too many all the things. So I'm Clearly, I was this, in a faith place. Yeah. You can hear how this conversation went. I'm, I'm like, telling you this revelation I've just had. God, like, and I feel God's just, and I feel this power in me. And she's just looking at me blankly, like, you know, when you dry reach in the back of your throat. And I'm like, you're supposed things, to be excited. All yeah, the things. Yeah, babe. And so, but I felt that I needed to sort of sit in that scripture. I, I felt a level of conviction that I kind of needed to go after it. And so I actually started praying, sitting in it myself. Mm. And it was not long after that, don't know, week or so later, I guess, it might have even been a little bit shorter, that I actually deleted the the and put in a my. And I felt that that Holy Spirit... Mm quickened that to me. It was, I can do all my things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm like, aha. Now, there are lots of the things and there is always lots of the things, but part of our call is actually identifying what our unique things are. And you see, a really great analogy, a really great principle is actually to figure out what those are, to write them down, to have a discussion about it, to to think what are the two or three, because it is often only two or three, what are the often two or three my things that you have called me to this week, Jesus? What are the two or three things inside my call that have a unique anointing Mm. and strength upon them? And I actually did this with my D group girls where we reflected and sat and figured out what those two or three things were. And so for me, as I've sat in this scripture and I've looked at the week ahead and gone, okay, Lord, what are my two or three things this week? Strengthen me in those. I I need your strength. I need your strength. You're enabling in those two or three things. And then... Jason and I had a conversation about that and see the interesting thing about this scripture is that that Jesus comes and gives us strength and enabling but it has very different representations for what that strength feels like what does strength feel like yeah. for you because I think this so, is interesting yeah so literally in the shower that day I felt so I, I was in a super flat place going I just don't feel like leading anymore God too many leadership decisions this year <laughs> my head is sore can someone else just lead and so I was having a bit of a whinge to God and, and that's when this scripture came in. And then as I started to declare it and go into a faith place, so the kingdom of heaven operates in a faith yeah. paradigm. Yeah. We allow God to move. We say, you're God, I'm not coming. And then that's where the, the magic happens. And so as I said, okay, yes, uh, I can. And I can do all things. And so for me, I immediately, all things was all like it's my call. I can live my call yeah. through Christ who strengthens me. And it felt like electricity. So for me, and I got out of the shower and it's like spark, electricity. So there's a tangible sense for me. I'm a feeler. And so that's so one feels. of the ways that, that, 
Yeah. Yeah, and you God felt that going on from this point, right? You felt sparky, you've said. You felt yeah. a sense of electricity and with that has brought 100%. vision and ideas and all of those sorts of things. So I'm not a feeler. I mean, I am. I do have feelings. Um, you do. We're working really hard. <laughs> but they're very so. <laughs> measured English feelings. Uh, so I, I don't feel things. So when I'm reading this scripture and then was like, okay, Jesus, I need your strength. What does strength feel like for me? Well, it doesn't actually feel like anything, but it looks like something. So for me, it looks like an anchor in my spirit. I can actually see an anchor that holds me true, an anchor of purpose, an anchor of focus, an anchor of gaze. And so whatever I'm doing, whatever is in my sight, in my thinking, in my picture, it's like I'm anchored in a strength of this is who I'm called to be. These are my things that keeps me grounded. It keeps me focused. And Mm. I can continually see, not feel, I can see the power within my spirit that anchors me and holds me true. So good. He knows who we are. Yeah. He created you so uniquely. And he's so there for each and every one of us according to that unique wiring. Yeah. Let's pray as we, as we close this together. Jesus, we thank you that you truly are glorious. Yes, amen. We thank you even in this Christmas season. We celebrate you coming, you stepping into human flesh so that you could associate with us, so you could know the leanings, the frustrations, the temptations of our humanity. But we thank you that you rose above them all. We thank you that you were perfect and pure through each and every one of them, so that you could be the victory that we cannot earn ourselves, so that you can be a strength that is alive within each and every one of us. And so, Lord, our response is simply to open our hearts to you. And so today, God, we we make a choice again to open our hearts to you, Jesus, and say, you come and be my God. I bow my knee. I allow your strength, your purpose, your love, your closeness to be real and alive in my heart. And then, God, I step out in faith and live this life in your strength that you're calling me to. And so, Jesus, I thank you. You've been close. And we pray for each person here today. Lord, that whether you've been obscured by the storm this year, that there would even be a choice this morning that I'm, I'm not going to live that way again. Thank you, Lord. That I'm going to choose to see you through every circumstance and engage with you. Mm. And then, Lord, as we all, as we step into 2021 together, oh, Jesus, we let you be Lord. We find our strength in you. And in faith, we step into all you have for us next year. So be glorified, our God, in your mighty name. Amen. 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 Thanks so much for joining us here on our podcast. We encourage you to let this word further help you live and share the life to the full that Jesus gives. If you want to check out more about our upcoming events, service times, locations, or to give online, go to c3hh.com.au.